Well, there are just so many great restaurants in so many parts of BC and with the holidays fast approaching and people looking for maybe different spaces or places to have special occasions, we thought it would be a good idea to have a bonus monthly food segment with Vancouver foodster Richard Wolak. Richard, thank you so much for being with us once again. Good afternoon to you, Jill. Let's talk about some great restaurants, and you're featuring uh, Victoria, taking a look at some places that you've been to recently. Yeah, you know, Victoria's really changed. There's a lot going on in the city now. I mean, pandemic, of course, caused them issues just like every other city, but now it's on the rebound. There's a lot of new places opening up. Very exciting. A lot of uh, chefs you see uh, that were you, see, you may have seen around Vancouver have moved over to the island and have opened up their own places. Or, or they're actually working at a place. But uh, you can see the vibrancy of uh, the culinary scene growing there, uh, which is wonderful to see. Uh, so one of, the, one of the spots that I went to was called Cafe Malabar. They opened back up in June. It's uh, owned by a couple of chefs. And one of the chefs actually was at the Rosewood Hotel in Vancouver. Uh, previously, he was executive chef there for a few years and left during the pandemic. And uh, ended up in Victoria working at another hotel, and from that idea, he uh, thought, you know, let me open my own place, and him and another chef went and opened their own uh, uh, Indian place. It's like South Indian cuisine, kind of Kerala, but what was, what was different there was, when you have South Indian cuisine in Vancouver, everybody's doing dosas, and they're all doing the same thing. This was not the case there. So they were, um, they're, experience, um, they're doing all sorts of different dishes with different flavors. Um, they kind of gave me a little bit of history of how there's some Sri Lankan flavors there there's some syrian flavors there and the dishes were very very different but we really enjoyed everything we tried uh, the aleppi fish curry that's my, that's my kind of a common one people may have seen that one before but that one had a bit of a kick spice to it uh the, the um uh, egg stew was really good and i don't like eggs but the stew was delicious and it came with something called hoppers and it's like a, a coconut flatbread and you could dip it into the stew uh, the Kerala fried chicken was really good, as were all the different rice dishes, and the, and the beef comes in a banana leaf. So great presentation there. They're located in the uh, Victoria Public Market, um, and Coho Commissary actually has a whole section in there now, and they're kind of partnered in with them. So it's working out really well for them. They told me that they first thought it was going to be a takeout place only, but that's not the case. 70% eat in now, and the rest is takeout. So that's a great spot to go and check out when you're over in Victoria. And then another one, uh, this one you may have heard of already. So it's a Marilina Cafe and Raw Bar. This is connected to Blue Water in Vancouver. Uh, it's owned by the Aquilinis. They have uh, several restaurants, of course, in Vancouver. And this is their newest one. And it is a stunning spot on Douglas Street, right in the downtown core. And it is beautiful. So they've kind of, it's kind of like an ode to Blue Water Cafe. You've kind of got that. Um, then you'll pick up, you know, some of the nuances from their other restaurants. It's kind of kind of into this thing. They told me the, the designer of the restaurant was based in Toronto, so they've done a beautiful job in design. The bar is gorgeous. Um, kitchen is open, so you can see what they're cooking. And there's quite a lot on the menu. So we tried a lot of different things. What I, I also like there is they have a good mocktail selection, so you don't have to go the cocktail route if you don't want to. Uh, but if you do the, go the cocktail route, they've got some very creative cocktails on offer. Um, the nigiri is what was, it was so good. We had a few different pieces of nigiri. The aburi sablefish oishi, so it's kind of like how people have the torched salmon oishi at Miku here in Vancouver. 
Here they've got an Aburi sable fish, and that was absolutely delicious. I would go back just for that. And uh, they had these tacos. We had um, steelhead and trout, but you can actually get a lobster in the tacos. They had a brand-new chestnut uh, agnolotti dish on the menu, so right perfectly for fall. The crispy skin striped bass was actually one of my favorite dishes on the menu, and as was the grilled yellowfin tuna steak frits. So it kind of did like a steak frits, but it's done in tuna instead of meat. The Walla Walla onion rings were really good, really, really tasty. So a lot going on there, but they've done a really good job. So definitely check it out. You need an advanced reservation to the spot. It's constantly busy, uh, but people are really enjoying themselves when they're over there. Um, so that so that so that one obviously is a standard is standout because they've been planning that for four years and they finally opened it up. So people were really happy. Um, one thing that was a, a fun experience was uh, a tasting menu restaurant. It's located in Chinatown. This opened up uh, about a year ago, I think. Now I think it was maybe back in February. Um, it's called Ugly Duckling Dining. So completely different what you might think, uh, but it's located in Chinatown. It's not Chinese. And it's a tasting menu restaurant only. So that's so you're like your only choice is tasting menu. It takes a little while to kind of go through the experience. They've got a few different types of experiences. I think it was like a, a four course, and a six course, or something like that. Uh, we had the larger one, but you could try all these different things they have. And they changed the menu seasonally, but it's a chef-owned restaurant. So definitely independent, which is nice to see. Um, that That's kind of hard to do these days in Vancouver because the rents are so high, but a chef over there is doing it. So that was a really nice experience. I really enjoyed that. There's all sorts of different um, items in the menu. And uh, the uh, lamb shoulder raviola was a standout, as was the butter poached halibut. And then they have a palate cleanser, and it comes in a little duck foot. So really cute. Mm. Uh, coconut lemon lemongrass sorbet, and it's a palate cleanser before dessert, and it comes in this little duck foot. So you kind of get it. Oh, duck, yes, I get it. So that, was kind of, that, was kind of, that was kind of fun. And then uh, over at... Um, there's a bakery. Now, this opened up a little while ago. I think they've got a year, two years now. This is across from the Victoria Public Market. It's called the Art of Slow Food, which is a great name, first of all. But it's three sisters that have come together to open up a sourdough bakery. They actually started in Halifax, Nova Scotia, where one of the sisters lived, they created a sourdough starter. The other sisters moved out to the West Coast, and uh, they, one sister convinced the other two sisters to open up this bakery there, so they did that. So now they're doing this sourdough coast to coast. They're doing all these different markets. They're supplying lots of stores around Victoria with sourdough bread. And they're doing everything starting at 4 a.m. in the bakery in this downtown shop, very small shop. And besides the the bread, they're doing other food. So we had banana coconut French toast made with this sourdough bread, which was really good. Um, they've all sorts of savory items and everything. So I just, you know, I thought it was a great idea. You know, they're gluten-free, they're vegan. It covers that whole gamut. But the one chef told me, she was like, I'm not vegan. But the thing is, we have so many vegan customers. So we're here to offer something to everyone. So that was really nice to see. That's on Fisgard Street, downtown Victoria. There's a spot. This is actually not new, but I've been wanting to go there for so long. And I had every time I go to Victoria, someone says, have you gone to Faro? And I'm like, no. So this time, finally got to Faro. It's in the Oak Bay Beach Hotel. It's totally hidden, secluded off the different for the Oak Bay area. And it's a pizza pizza spot primarily, Italian little pizza spot. Um, pizza's really good. They have other dishes as well. With the tuna white beans, really good. Um, but it's a nice kind of like cafe-ish restaurant inside the Oak Bay Beach Hotel, which is not expensive. 
So if you stay at the hotel, of course, it is expensive, and everybody knows that, but the restaurant is not. So it's a great place to go if you want a, a glass of wine, have some pizza, enjoy some dessert, and um, I find I'm so happy I finally got to try it. And this one, I you, you may have tried, known about the coffee, Fernwood Coffee. You can actually find that around Vancouver now, and, and many grocery stores have Fernwood Coffee beans. Uh, but they actually started out as a cafe in Victoria. They're um, actually not in the downtown core, a little further northeast northeast of there in on Caledonia Avenue. But this is their actual cafe and roastery. And the cafe is called Parsonage Cafe, but it's actually part of Fernwood Coffee Company. And uh, we got a chance to visit there. I've actually been there several times in the past, but um, I love their coffee. And it, they're doing most of the baking there. They've got a little cafe making up sandwiches. I had a Lux and Bagel sandwich. Um, that was really tasty, and uh, they have something new. They're, they're cans of co- of coffee, like cold brew coffee sodas, but it's not actually, that's only available in their shop right now. Um, so uh, we tried that, but uh, that eventually will come into the other stores as well. And now I don't know if you've heard of this one. This is the Courtney Room. This is downtown Victoria. It's in the Magnolia Hotel. It's also been around a couple of years, um, and they, are, they serve up everything. So like breakfast, lunch, dinner, the whole gamut. We had we were there for brunch, and I had the buttermilk fried chicken and waffles, which was really tasty. But that's a great spot if you if you're on the downtown core, you're staying at the hotel, or if you just want something fun and, and different, that's a great spot to go. Mm. Speaking of the hotel, I stayed at a hotel I've never stayed at before. No, I don't know if you've been there still, but the Huntington Manor Hotel has probably not. been there for you have not. So no. I had not either. So it has been there for many, many years. You can't really miss it. It's right across from the uh, harbor, right near uh, the Parliament buildings. And um, it's a quaint spot. I mean, it's been there for so long. So this year, they actually have done renos to the rooms. So a lot of people will say, like, oh, it's been there for so long. It's so dated. But actually, yes, it was dated. But they have now just completing a uh, renovation of all the rooms in the hotel uh, so they brought everything up to date, and I got to experience that, and uh, it was nice to see. And it's a you know a great location. First of all, it was full, so I was quite surprised going on the weekend. You know, it's not summertime, and the place is full. Um, for breakfast, though, they offered a complimentary buffet breakfast in the breakfast room, and that's open to everyone, including with your stay. And it was just your basic buffet breakfast, but they had everything on offer. Um, adjacent to the hotel property is called the Pendre House. It's also owned by the same uh, group. It features nine suites in this house. Um, I think you have to make reservations far in advance for this. This was kind of, it's kind of like a bed and breakfast sort of idea to me, but um, they offer their breakfast included. It's very different than the other ones. We got to try that. Um, It's like when you go for afternoon tea, except this is breakfast. They serve it to you on these tiers. You get the scones, you get your eggs, you get whatever it is on a tier. And it comes with a pot of tea. So it's kind of like you're going for afternoon tea, but you're not. And you're having it for breakfast. So I thought that was a fun idea. You can actually reserve in there if, if you're not staying at the hotel. So that is something to note. If you are going to Victoria and you want something fun, and, and definitely a breakfast, a great breakfast experience, this is the one to do. And then if you are going to Victoria and you don't want to uh, deal with the ferries and having to wait for hours or missing a ferry or waiting in line or whatever – you can take the HeliJet experience. So HeliJet is the way of going. Of course, it is more expensive, but you would be surprised how busy it was. It was completely full on both directions of our of our voyage, and uh, people who just don't want don't have cars or don't want to deal with the with the traffic hassle are going. So 
I thought that was a really great experience. It's 35 minutes from downtown Vancouver to downtown Victoria, and you're there. And you don't have to worry about anything. You only have to show up 20 minutes before the flight. And um, and then they have all sorts of different snacks and drinks and stuff for people to enjoy before they take the flight. And then um, you're back downtown Vancouver. So I think, for me, that was a great uh, way of saving a lot of time, a lot of hassle. And, you know, you you're, you take your chances with BC ferries, as a lot of people have done this summer, going, you sit in line and then they cancel a ferry and you're stuck. So this way you're not. This way you know your time's schedule and you just go and you get to enjoy so uh, definitely a lot going on in victoria right now i think uh, people will, will heading on over there will see a lot of new restaurants are in the works i saw because i knew there were a few that had closed over the last few months because uh, i guess surviving the pandemic was difficult but every place that is closed has got a sign in the window of something new that's open well, it so sounds great. Yeah, what what a great experience and so many uh, great options if people are in that area. Richard, thank you so much. Always good to talk to you and find out about these great places. You're welcome. Thank you.